Welcome, welcome to the Sharpway Show. It is Tuesday, 7 p.m. on the East Coast, and here I am, and we are going to try something today. I'm not sure if it's going to work, but we're going to give it a shot. For those of you who know, when we had our previous governor, King Andrew Cuomo II, we thought, all right, we're going to, he does his, you know, his press briefings all the time, so we'll start Tuesdays with Andy, right? From the old book, Tuesdays with Maury. For those who didn't know, that's where I took that from. But I didn't know if we could do it with the new, our new monarch, Queen Kathy. I wasn't sure. She is the first, at least. She's Queen Kathy the first, first of her name. So that's one thing, right? Um, maybe um, it wouldn't work. She wouldn't do as many, you know, press briefings. She's not as much of a narcissist, or maybe she's not as funny or whatever, we're trying it because she is all on this COVID thing and she is going to save the world and save us all. So welcome to the first, maybe only, but we'll see. Or maybe it's part of a series, Tuesdays with Kathy. Guys, as always, please like, comment, share. Please like, comment, share. It does matter. I get banned, shadow banned constantly. The only way I get around it is with you doing that. So please do that. And help me out. Now, she did a press conference um, regarding, of course, the only thing that matters in New York State at all. Nothing else matters except vaccinations. That's the only thing that matters. Nothing else does. In fact, nothing else is happening in our state at all. Nothing's happening in New York State except for that. So that's all that matters. Nothing else does. So, of course, we're going to work on that piece. So let me give you a chunk of what our new monarch Long live the queen. Uh, what she is talking about and how important she is. She's in the Bronx, by the way. My old stomping grounds. Yes, I'm raising the Bronx a little kid. Here she goes. And to my friends from Somos, and I'll be seeing Henry Munoz uh, in a moment, but uh, Dr. Chin, gonna, uh, Luisa see, Perez, all the other people who... By the way, this conference has been going on. I, I didn't give you the whole thing for seven minutes. And over those seven minutes, all they did was talk about how awesome they are. I'm not joking. It was just, it was just, and I got to tell you, we've been doing it in the Bronx. The Bronx is so, Bronx is so. For those of you who don't know, there are 62 counties in New York State. Some of those counties are very rural. Some of them have very few people in them. 30,000, I think Yates is like 30,000. Hamilton is like 5,000. But there's some smaller towns, I mean, smaller counties, very rural, not many people in them, farm-like, many of them across New York State. The Bronx, though, is urban. It's New York City. It's part of New York City. Over a million people in it. Guess, guess which county is the poorest county in all 62 and has been for at least 10 years. You guessed it, the Bronx. That's correct. The Bronx is the poorest county in all of New York State. I'm not making that up. Do you know think I'm making it up? That's how bad it is. And they're sitting there going, we were doing so good in the Bronx. You know, it wasn't for COVID that may, oh, wait, we've sucked for 20 years. Yeah, you have screwed the Bronx over for 20 years. It's not COVID, right? Remember I told you that Cuomo would try his best to erase all his horrible governing and say it was all COVID? Well, I guess that's why the Bronx has been, the Bronx has been destroyed for 20 years because of COVID last year. That's what they're saying. I'm working here at Bain. You truly are extraordinary. And I'm sure you thought 
This would never go on this long. That we yeah. finally get through the worst of it. We got two the weeks testing. to Our flatten the curve. Better, uh, even at the beginning of this yeah. past summer. And all of a sudden, this Delta all variant just came and just snuck up on us. I mean, it- See that? It's why is every single time you suck for some reason, you were tricked or ambushed or it snuck up on you? Or I don't know. You now you, you can't blame Trump for this one, right? If this was Cuomo, if this was our previous monarch, he would have figured out how to blame Trump for this. Guaranteed, he'd have spun it somehow and been like, and then Trump came out of retirement and made the Delta variant. He would have done that. She can't do that. So her, she's like, I don't know what happened. That's her. I don't know what happened. Just snuck up. We had no idea that there would be a variant, even though everyone said there'd be a variant. We had no idea this would happen, even though everyone said this would happen. It was so hard because people were getting, they worked hard, but they're getting tired. I mean, everybody's a human being at the end of the day, and they get tired and they're exhausted. And you know what? Love us. They still continue to show up. This site continued to vaccinate people. Nearly This site showed up to vaccinate, but a lot of New Yorkers didn't show up because you wouldn't let us. 80,000 people vaccinated right here. Let's give that a round of applause. Yeah, Bronx is collapsing, but you're vaccinated. I just had a chance to meet some of these healthcare workers. They've got such a positive attitude. They know they're doing the most important work. No, because those people have jobs. They have a positive attitude because they're getting checks. See, if you would have, when people get checks, they tend to have a positive attitude. It's, It's a thing their careers, their lifetime. And I've told mm-hmm. many of them, I've, I've met thousands of the workers, mm-hmm. say this is going to define your legacy, your personal legacy. Is that right? And many of them are young. Did you fire them afterwards? Is that, are those the ones that you got fired? Younger, and I say when you're telling the stories to your children and your grandchildren, yeah. you will be able to say, I was there on the front lines fighting back a global pandemic. And because of what I did, there are more people who lived and were able to see their own children and grandchildren. Look so- at that. She says she always acts like this is World War II. Always. She's been doing this the whole time. And I teased her about this. She didn't hear it, obviously. Maybe her people are watching might tease, might, might know. She should stop this. It's really stupid. And I mean this. It's really dumb. This is not World War II, right? So to be, to be fair... The frontline workers, the healthcare workers, they absolutely, absolutely busted their rump. No question. They busted their rump. Did most of us in New York State? No. To be forward, most of us in New York State didn't. Most of us in New York State stayed home and watched Netflix or were on Zoom calls all day. That's what most of us did, right? So most of us didn't do that much. And she's acting like, you guys are fighting World War II. We're not charging the, the, the German machine guns or charging the, the, the Japanese and the beaches of, of Iwo Jima. We're not doing that. That's not what's happening now. And frontline workers, you busted your rump. You did. But you're not Marines on Tarawa or Okinawa. You're not, you know, paratroopers caught in bastone behind enemy lines in the Battle of the Bulge. That's not who you are. And I'm, no disrespect. You busted your rump if you're a worker, and you deserve all the respect possible. But she's blowing smoke up your butt, and she's about to fire about 20% of you. She's blowing smoke up your rear, and she's about to fire about 20% of you with, guess what? No benefits. That's what's about to happen. So I don't know if I would like this if I were you. To all the healthcare workers, I'm going to give you an extra round of applause for everything you've done. Right before I fire you. 
Yeah, you are so fired. Very, very Get out. good news to know that. Oh, give me good news. Uh, the CDC, the FDA did approve the booster shot. Well, now we're safe. The people's arms are very good at that here in the state of New York. Our own nice. New York State Clinical we're Advisory safe. Task Force endorsed this on Friday by saying well, that's what uh, matters. We support this, and therefore booster shots are now available in the state Look of New that. York. And as you heard, Saved. you have to be Pfizer. Uh, I have to wait a little bit. I was J&J, but Pfizer people, uh, oh. recipients, that is what has been approved. Six oh, only the Pfizer people. People who've been All on right. the front line also. Uh, front line. An exposed worker. Those people. Pull it up my billionaire. I'm on the front lines right now. Who work in grocery stores. Those people have been out watch there Netflix. Uh, driving our, our buses and our subway trains. The people who just never had a chance to work from home. Uh, we want to make sure you're protected. and You, you need to be protected. Not financially, right? No, no, we're going to fire you in a heartbeat. Not financially protected. But to be clear, we need to make sure you're protected. Now that you've been, and I want to be very clear about this, now that you've been exposed to COVID for a year and a half, I'm not making this up, right? These people have literally been on the front lines, as she says, for a year and a half, so haven't they either already been protected or already got it or already immune or something? Wouldn't they have already gotten it? They've been on the front line, her words, for a year and a half. And now you better get the, we're going to protect you. Should have thought about that when we had no PPE a year and a half ago. Where were you then? You were quiet, weren't you? When your boss was crashing everything and putting people in nursing homes and killing old people, oh, you were quiet as a mouse then. You had nothing to say. I'm going to go hang out over here in Buffalo. That's what you were going to do? My mouth was open, wide open. Yours wasn't. And you had authority. And you had a bully pulpit. Imagine if you had actually said something back then. What kind of impact you could have had. How the press would have jumped on that. Ooh, trouble between, you know, governor, lieutenant governor. You might have actually saved some lives then. Maybe. Maybe. But your mouth was quiet. Oop, nothing to say. Quiet now. Well, we're going to save people now. They've been exposed for a year and a half on the front lines. Now you're going to help them? You're not helping them. Stop. Leave them alone. In fact, pat them on the back and say thanks and move on. They've done their bit for king and country. I'm sorry. Now for queen and country. But they've done it for the king, right? And now the new queen comes in and off with their heads. Where some of the early individuals able to be vaccinated, so you probably, no, no doubt in my mind, hit that six-month mark right now. Yeah. Uh, but if you have any questions, you want to make sure you know where to contact us. But let's get people vaccinated because yeah. I don't know Tell about me. you, but I'm sick and tired of talking about COVID. I'm well, then stop. No one's stopping. No one's stopping you. You could stop right now. You could literally go. I'm tired of talking about it. Done. Done. Absolutely done. Absolutely. You could just say, I'm not going to talk about it anymore. No one is forcing you to talk about this. You could send somebody else out. Don't you have personnel who are part of medical staff and such? Send them out. You don't have to say anything. How about talking about recovery? How about talking about schooling? How about talking about building up from all the destruction? How about about how you're going to handle commercial real estate? How are you going to talk about all, talk about all those other things that matter? Our budget, which is ballooning over $200 billion and you have no answer for. How about that? How about our pension bomb is about to explode? How about that? Tons of things you could talk about. Just stop. You're the boss. I want to talk about the rebirth of communities like 
the Bronx and how we can help our other boroughs. We have a lot of work. Okay, you haven't helped the Bronx. Poorest borough for 20 years. That's a lie. But it's fine. Talk about it. Stop now and talk about how to fix the Bronx. I'm in. I'll shut up. I will shut my mouth. Work to do. We have a lot of challenges in front of us. And we're, we've been fighting this so long and hard, it almost seems like it's never going to end. But my friends, yeah. there is an end in sight. And we've no, been given I heard that before. the approval to have this booster shot, which will save even more lives. And uh, I do. Hold on, I'm gonna I'm gonna grab some, you guys a bunch of comments. There's so many of them. I'm gonna grab some of them now before I keep going on. If if I can, I'm gonna grab a couple of these. So yes, uh, Tom says that they follow through and fire nurses. Yeah, they're getting rid of them. They're getting rid of them now. They're, they're they're on their way to getting rid of them right now. Yes, absolutely. Dow says she's definitely having delusions of grandeur as a president hopeful in 2024. Oh, I don't know. Really, you think she's going there? Maybe. Maybe, yeah, yeah mm, maybe, okay. Jonathan says, I'm glad they kept the sign language guy on. <laughs> yes, that's good. I, I like that. That's good. I like that. He might be handsy, but not like Andy was. Also true. Yes. <laughs> I love that. All right, let's see here. Um, John says, Queen Mistress Hoku deciding for New Yorkers what's good for them, even though she just displaced thousands of hospital workers. Thank you. Yes. It's exactly my, my, my point. Shelley says, we knew there'd be variants. Yes, absolutely. 100%. Yes. Um, are you going to do the full Hokel this year? Joe, um, um, see, you, you're pushing me, aren't you? It's a full sharp. Don't listen to Joe. Yes, I am. Wise ass. Yes, absolutely. Shelly says, healthcare workers are tired of being treated like dirt by the state government. Also true. Yes, absolutely. Waiting for her to mention how she was in the trenches. Already there, Jeff. You know that. Of course. Yes, absolutely. Sharp for government. Thank you, Matthew. I'm working on that now. We'll see. Yes. Um, Scott says, Larry, we need to reach out to healthcare workers and interview them to find out why they didn't want the vaccine. That's a good, and you know, that's a good point. They're in the healthcare field and know more than us about the vaccines. Good question. That's a good point. We could try that. I like that. Yes. When he says, is she really this nuts or is Cuomo still in the back running, running the show? Thoughts? I think Cuomo's out. I think this is just her. I think she's taking, she's grabbing a hold of what she thinks is the easiest thing to grab a hold of this and I think she's doing that. I, I do think that. Yes. So, yeah. All right. Let's see if I keep going here. Um, did anyone see the clip of her referring to a vaccination necklace almost like a rosary? Good luck. It's coming. It's in this video. Yeah. She. It says vaccinated. Yeah. I know. Really? Yeah. The frontline people aren't allowed unemployment. They aren't because they're getting fired for cause. So they get fired and then that's it. Yes. Absolutely. Leslie says, no one cared that we weren't protected a year ago. Thank you, Leslie. The frontline workers have been on the front line literally for a year and a half. And now we care. Yes. Now, now we care. Crazy. Yes. All right. Um, Jason K says, from heroes to unemployed, the New York State way. Sometimes the American way, Jason. And I wish that wasn't true. Right? I wish that wasn't true. Robert says, most of the... Medi- medically trained healthcare personnel are vaccinated. It's the support staff that are hesitant. This is also a big point. Thank you for this, Robert. It isn't only the medical personnel. It is. But uh, their rate, if I'm not mistaken, across New York State is about 85%, give or take, 80, 85%. When you add in support staff, it goes under 80, I think like 75, or in certain areas, like I think it's nursing homes, it goes down to 70 or something like that. So yes, you, it's a very valid point, Robert. Thank you. Um, most of the of the actual healthcare personnel medically trained are vaccinated about 80 to 85 percent if i remember my numbers right in new york state 
but it the but when you add medical person uh non medical personnel support staff janitors as as he says it goes down to about i think 75 or so in certain areas depending upon how you decide someone's a, a healthcare worker it goes down um he says um i doubt that more than 500 medically trained personnel are hesitating vaccines not that i agree with any of the mandates but I understand who's going to be harmed with these actions agreed yeah it's also a valid point yes which in a way makes it Robert, you could argue it's worse or better, right? You could argue that it's worse because the poorer people, people who make less money or the less medically trained, they get hammered more. But the other issue is so do the nurses because when those people go walk away, you're going to find nurses and other change staff doing some of that work also. So, yeah, it's it's tough. Yes, it's tough. Um, Kathy Hochul's daughter is a big-time lobbyist for Big Pharma. Is that true? I didn't know that. I believe you. Faye says, Larry, shut the F up. If they need if it if they need it necessary, I'm not sure what she means. If they think it's necessary to have the vaccine, so shut the F up. Radio show boat, most of you guys are dropping like flies from COVID. Um, that's actually not true, Faith. Um, the reality of this is, is if the, the people are medically trained, if they want it, they get it. Some don't. Just because the government thinks you need it doesn't mean they should be able to mandate it. What if the government decides that if you're over 65 or 70, you shouldn't get chemo because the odds of your your cancer survivor is low. So you shouldn't get it. So you shouldn't get it. You know who would get it? Only the wealthy. So once you start saying government can mandate stuff, what you're saying is the poor get what the government says because the wealthy always get whatever they want. So it sounds good to yell at me and say, shut the F up and we're dying like flies. That's not true. I'm vaccinated. I'm not against vaccines. Never have been. I'm against people telling me what to do and you what to do for your own health. I'm pro-consent. I like consent. Faith, you don't. You don't like consent. You like people telling you what to do. Well, when you're on the right side of that, that makes sense. But when you're on the wrong side, I bet you wouldn't like that. I bet if I was the one telling you, Faith, what you should or shouldn't do or what or what shots you need to get so that you can make a living, we're in the... These people are in the poorest borough. The average income in the Bronx is less than $20,000 a year. And in certain areas of the country, that's not a bad living. In New York City, that's poverty. Let me be very clear. In New York City, that's poverty. And Faith is like, yeah, great. You know who's not getting vaccinated? People of color. I'm not sure I should be the one to shut up, Faith. Just saying. And I'm not dropping like flies. These are people that I know. Don't know what you're talking about. So uh, Larry said multiple times he was vaccinated. Yes, I am. I'm, I'm not against it. I'm pro-consent. That's the issue. Consent is all I care about. That's all I care about. All good. So yes, um, the government doesn't need to mandate health care. I would agree with that. Yes. Benjamin says she was at a church service and said God answered the call for a vaccine. When you mix religion and politics, it's not a good look. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I know. <laughs> Let me keep going on that one. See, you just, Benjamin, you got me. Let's keep going. I do hope that we soon get the approvals from the federal government for children in schools to be able to get vaccinated, just like they do to be able to head off the kindergarten. They have to be vaccinated. We'll add one more vaccine to make. So let's add more vaccines to kids. Now, here's my view on this. And a lot of people get mad at me when I say this. I'm going to be very forward. I understand why kids 
get vaccinated against things like measles and stuff like that. Measles kills kids. Smallpox kills kids. Literally kills kids. That's what it does. I got it. And maims them for life. Just COVID. No, not even close. Not even close. There were countries in Scandinavia, countries in Europe, that didn't lock down their schools or their kids, don't mask their kids, nothing. And almost zero of their kids have died. I mean, maybe you find one or two. That's it. Out of millions, maybe one or two. And it might not even be COVID that killed them. It might have been something else they had that killed them. So she's saying we should mandate vaccinations for children when the death rate in children is minuscule. Minuscule. And people like Faith are like, shut up. The government said so. Great. So let's start shooting up your kids with stuff. Why? What are you doing? This is her. She does a press conference for this. Even though literally suicide rates raising, people live in a state fast. This is your issue. Great governor. Make sure that they won't succumb to this as well. So we want to make sure that you know. They never succumb to this. This is not a children's disease. Do kids get it? Yes, they do. They die from it? Almost never. Are they even the long-term result? Almost never. Leave the kids alone. The people who are being killed are the people who are older. They're already vaccinated and let them get vaccinated. Booster shots are going to be available. Free booster shots at your pharmacies, your doctor's offices, clinics, and locations all over the site. Free. Magic. So all you have to do is text your zip code to get this down, everybody. 438 Text that over. Get your free boosters. Show you one of the uh, locations right near you. One of the locations that we paid for, but it's free. But also just consult with your health care providers as oh, well. Also, you know, but also, you're, you know, as what on a side, talk to the health care provider that you trust and gone to. Right. You know, that guy might know a little bit, but I know more. This is our best defense right now. And I'm really hoping that people heed the call. If you've not had your first round of vaccines, and I, as you mentioned, this is not one of the highest vaccines. Do you guys know what happened in Singapore? And in Norway recently, they removed all restrictions, all of them. And you would say, well, Larry, it's because, you know, that people aren't dying of COVID there anymore. No, they just said it doesn't work. We're done. We're going to live with COVID. Yes. The thing that I said a year and a half ago on record saying the style and the ideas and the concepts that I posted publicly a year and a half ago, Singapore and Norway are like, Shit, Larry's right. Let's just do it his way. It was it would have worked anyway. Yeah, it's not going away. We have to survive in a contaminated environment. That was exactly my answer. If you remember what I talked about when this first came out, I said I was a Marine. Still am in my heart no matter what. And we were taught that if there's a contaminated battlefield, you have to survive within that battlefield. You change your environment. You do the right thing, <coughs> excuse me, <clears throat> to survive in your environment. You have to keep living, keep fighting your war, keep moving on. Those countries figured it out. When will we? Nation areas in our state, I think we're at about 46% in this zip code. Mm-hmm. So 
There's a lot of people in this very community where we're standing today who've not even had their first doses. Yeah. Let's change that dynamic. Let's, let's let, punish let all that make sure they can't work. time has lapsed. If you're yes. hesitant in the early months, enough time has lapsed. Let's make sure none of these people can work. Amazingly successful and saving lives. You're the lives. poorest work, county in the entire state. to know we value their None of you get to work. Um, be healthy and not end up in a hospital or worse. So please, please, please get your vaccination. Yeah. I also just want to address something else. Oh, tell me. Uh, today is a significant deadline. It is. It reflects my priority to just stop this virus dead in its tracks. We are. You, you are going to stop the virus on your own. Over it. We are done. We want to move on. And the move only on. way we can do that. One way. Is tell to me. To ensure that everyone is vaccinated, but particularly individuals who are taking the people who are sick and I'm- so the people taking care of the people who are sick that's the way so what you want to do is the people who are coming in with covid you want to make well, it makes sense so the people who are coming into the hospital with covid you make sure those people don't have covid wait hmm that doesn't make any sense does it that sounds pretty dumb oh oh okay you want the people who don't have covid who are coming into the hospital to not get covid even though they probably got vaccinated if they wanted to already. Oh, 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 because there's been so much hospitals have been super spreaders. And all these people who've been on the front line for a year and a half without being vaccinated, some of them, some of them have, they've been super spreading. Oh, wait, they haven't. So what are you talking about? Talking about the confidence that people need to have. Confidence Whether you're have. Uh, an expectant mom heading into okay. the hospital, checking in, yeah. an anxious time in your life, you need to be assured that the person taking care of you yeah. is not going to give COVID to you or your newborn. Okay. So what she just said is you, so if you're a pregnant mom, you're going to a hospital, you're going to be like, I'm not going to a hospital. I have a baby in a cab because these people might not be vaccinated. Wow. That's insane. But not just that. You need to be sure that they're not going to give you COVID. Okay. If you're vaccinated, can you still give someone COVID? Yes, you can. It does happen. It's called breakthroughs. It happens all the time. So there is no surety, number one. So could you say, I want to be sure that I'm safe 100%. That makes sense. That's not what she said. She said, be sure they can't give it to you. What if you're vaccinated? Does that mean you can't get it? You can. It is possible. And it happens. But the issue is, unless you're over 60 and or have pre-existing conditions, the odds of you dying are slim to none. Has any infant died of COVID? Is that a thing? If you're healthy enough to have a child, is that a thing that you, are mothers dying of, is that a thing? I mean, maybe some have, but what are you talking about? This is some story she's just made up. She's just made this up. Can't we just say that that is a basic right that everyone has to know that they'll be safe when they enter a healthcare facility? Our governor of our state of New York, the fourth largest state in the country just said that coming to a hospital and not getting sick is now a right. She didn't say it would be great. We should ensure. We should try. That's not her words. It's a right. Put that in the Constitution. Put that. That Bill of Rights is messed up. Free speech. Right to bear arms, right to not get sick in the hospital. That should be number three. We screwed that one up. See, we got the one number three is the one with the British coming into your house. Let's erase that one and put right to not get sick in the hospital. I can't believe she used that word. 
Now, if you're a regular person about, I got a right to this, you're just talking smack. That's fine. People say that stuff all the time. This is a governor in a press conference of New York State saying that should be a right. Can't we agree that's a basic right? It's a basic right. It's a basic one. So you don't have a right to go to work. Stay in your house. Governor says so. You don't have a right to go see your family and friends. You don't have a basic right to go to the hospital to watch your grandmother die. You don't have a right to, when you send your grandmother or grandfather to a nursing home or your mother to a nursing home for them to die, that, no right, who cares about that? But if you're a pregnant mom, you have a right to not get COVID if you go into a hospital? I don't understand what she's, who, did someone write this speech for her? I don't understand what she's saying. Or you have your elderly parents or grandparents in a nursing home that they will not get sick because of someone who's charged with their care. You were right there when our former king, His Majesty Andrew Cuomo II, sent thousands to their death. You were right there and you were quiet. You didn't say a word. And now you're going to open up your mouth and say that? You didn't say a word. And you still haven't said a word. You were more worried about him grabbing people's butts than you were about him killing the elderly. You were all about that. You were all about, oh, don't harass people, which was bad. Let's not take that away. What he did to those women was horrible. He punished women, used his power. Terrible. On the horribleometer, though, it's about here. Killing old people, way higher. Like, way higher on the horribleometer. Quiet. Not a word. We're talking about just common sense here, my friends. That's common sense. That's common sense, she says. And think about another person who's in a car accident and they okay. maybe they're getting uh, chemo treatments uh, on the side and they're just immunocompromised. They were just pulling stuff out of anywhere. Because you know what I see every day? Car accidents with chemo patients. Like seven yesterday in my town. All the time. Car accidents, all place. Everyone's, everyone's on chemo. You know what I know all women who are pregnant are worried about when they're having a baby? If their kid gets COVID. That's all they care about. What are you talking about? Chemo patients having car accidents and then they care about COVID? You got cancer. What are you doing? They have a right to be treated by someone who will not. They have a right too. So please help us get the message. These are rights My job number one in this state is to keep people safe. My job in this state Number one is to keep people safe. Clear, simple. There's no way to cloud that. There's no gray area. I need to keep people in the state safe. You hear what she just said? No gray area, clear and simple. Let me ask you, Governor. I'm sorry. I, Your Majesty. Your Majesty, Your Grace, Queen Kathy. Can you please tell me where it's written in any place that your number one job is to keep us safe? I'll go one step further. Where is it written that any part of your job is to keep us safe? Any part, not even number one, number nine, number 15. Please tell me where it is. I'm going to tell you in case you don't know. Some of you may have not done your homework. Nowhere you made that up. That's crap you just made up. Literally nowhere. And I'm going to show you something. Because this bothers me so much that like, I'm going to have a problem here, right? This really bothers me. I hear this everywhere. Hold on. Here is what the governor must do. Hold on. 
from the New York State Senate site. Right here. What the governor must do. This is the governor's job. Right? Tells how he's selected. And here's what it says. He will serve as the state's chief executive and commander-in-chief of this military and naval forces. He's required by the Constitution to submit yearly state budget to legislature in which he makes recommendations and proposes funding appropriations for departments and programs. The governor is also empowered to veto legislative bills with which he disagrees, convene legislature for special sessions, appoint and under certain circumstances, remove non-elected state officers, and grant reprieves, commutations, and pardons. Period. Where's the keep everybody safe part? Yeah, it's not there. That's not in this. She made that up. That's not true. She made it up. Here's the actual state constitution. The actual words in our constitution, in our, in our sorry, New York State Constitution. Nowhere, nowhere it does it say anything about keeping anybody safe. Not here. What about her oath of office? Okay. Here's the oath of office. The exact oath that she has to say. I do hereby pledge and declare that I will support the Constitution of the United States and the Constitution of the State of New York, and I will faithfully discharge the duties and the position of governor according to the best of my ability. Where's the safe part in that? You know where. She literally made that up. And so did every other executive. And they all do that so they can control us. The goal of an executive. I know I was part of the executive branch when I was a Marine. And many of you are veterans. You took the same oath that I took. The oath we take is to support and defend the Constitution. That's what we do. I didn't think an oath is a Marine test to protect every American from ever getting sick. I don't remember that oath. I never took it. Neither did she. She made that up. And the worst part is no one even bothers to tell her she's lying. I just did. You're making that up. That does not exist. That's a fantasy in her head. You can't keep. If that's true, all the people who died today is her fault, right? That car accident, all those chemo people who have car accidents, that's all her fault, right? All the babies who die of COVID, the millions, that's her fault, right? This is insane that we accept this as true. It's not true. It's fantasy. It's made up. That's not her job. It never was and never will be and never should be. That's why you have like a second amendment. That's how you keep people safe, right? That's why you have freedom to find happiness, to keep yourself safe and happy, safe and happy, right? That's why you can choose your doctor and your healthcare providers so you can keep yourself safe. Isn't that right? No, she's got us covered. So if I slip and fall in the bathroom, I'm going to call her up. I slip and fell. Governor, broke my back. It's your fault. Why don't you keep me safe? This is insane. But we buy it. And she said it. Period. That's it. I made this stuff up. It's going to make up my own job. I'm the governor. My job is to save all the cats in the state. Period. I'm just saving all the cats. Why? Because I'm the governor. That's what she just done. I'm sorry. Am I getting too upset? It drives me crazy. It does drive me insane. And we'll be nation leading with our mandate, which strikes at midnight tonight when everyone is expected in a hospital in the state of New York or a healthcare facility. And we're going to help all these people. What's she saying? We're going to help all these people by firing health. (laughs) We're going to. Sorry. 
we're going to really help all you people with your health care by firing healthcare personnel because that's just common sense. And most of the healthcare personnel, as you know, particularly those who are the working part that, that people brought up earlier, that Robert brought up, right? They're people of color. Yeah, they are. You know they are. Many of them are actually immigrants, people of color. So we're going to support the Bronx, the poorest of all the counties, by firing a bunch of minorities. And we're going to support everybody else in the state who needs help from COVID by firing healthcare workers. Freaking common sense right there. That's common sense. I don't know what's wrong with you guys. I see it. I know you do. Common sense. To have been vaccinated. I believe that California is going to follow suit in a couple of weeks. Well, what could go wrong? The president's guidance goes into effect in late October. But we are hit the first. We're hit the hardest. And I want to be the first to say we're over this. Well, done. So calling on all the health care workers. Decree. Uh, first of all, those of you who've been vaccinated. Yeah. I thank you from the bottom of my heart. You know, I want to thank you not for busting your ass for the past year and a half and being on the actual front line, not the crap that I say, but the actual front line and being exposed to COVID daily for a year and a half. I'm going to say thank you. Not for that. That's crap. I'm going to punish you for that. I'm going to thank you because you went and got a shot. See, those are the real heroes. I mean, you and the people who paratrooped into Normandy D-Day at dawn you're almost the same, right? Because you got a shot and they paratrooped into German-occupied France. It's almost the same, you guys, right? You're like on, on par. Those of you who didn't get vaccinated, you're basically garbage. And you should just lose your job, lose everything. For doing what was right and helping lead the way. So we do have the confidence we need. And to those I had who no not confidence. yet made... I had no confidence in our hospitals. None of you did either. Until now we have vaccines. Now we're gonna have the confidence. Before that, I would just if I was like shot or something, I wouldn't I wouldn't go in there. I might get COVID. I'll just I'll bleed out in the street. Totally fine. That decision. Please do the right thing. We or have I'll a lot you. of facilities, a lot of your employers are anxious to just give you the jab in the arm and say, You're part of the family, we need your help, continue on. Part of the family, and- see? We're throwing you out of the family. You get the jab to be part of the family. It's a blood oath. Costa, La Costa Nostra. I'm going to cut the uh, Many of you have palm. spent your lives dedicated to learning about science and medicine. Yes. Yes. And how yes. we can save people's lives no matter yes. what the illness. They've been doing it, literally. That's right. You're correct. Your Majesty, you are correct. These people have been doing that, learning about it, and over the last year and a half, busting their up, actually saving lives. Not sitting on Zoom calls like you are saying you're saving lives. Not sitting on you on Zoom calls saying you're in the trenches. They are actually in the trenches and saving the lives. You're right. I can't believe we agree. It's amazing. This is. Yeah. We know this has been tough. We know it this has been, been a hard decision, but we really do hope that you'll come around to that decision. We know it's been tough and you've been great, but you're fired. It's been hard. You're fired. To help us make sure that we can do everything we can in our power. And that's yep. what I'm using is the full power of the state of New York. To because that's in your job description, using the full power of the state of New York to fire healthcare workers. I didn't see that in the constitution. I showed it to you, right? I didn't see that part in the constitution where it said, use the full power of the state to fire healthcare workers. I don't remember seeing that in the constitution or in her oath. 
I think she made that up too. She I'm made sure that, up that too. we do everything to protect people. And again, not your job. It's a simple common sense. It's um, common sense. You idiots. It's common sense, which is why 20% of you who, who know the field have said no. It's common sense that you've been on the front line for a year and a half, exposed for a year and a half. And it's common sense that now you have to get vaccinated or no one will have confidence in our hospital system. Duh. Duh. Of course, that's common sense. Right? Uh, we all know what common sense means. It's just no, it doing is. the right thing. Because- no, common sense is, is doing what you say. Can we just be honest about that? Common sense is doing what you say. Because it's so obvious. So and obvious. that's what I want people to conclude. Right now, our numbers, I will give a report as Tell soon me. as we get more numbers on where we're oh, at in terms of numbers. vaccinating Sorry. Sorry. our nursing home workers and our health care workers. Yep. I was on the phone as I was uh, walking in here with the leaders of our uh, downstate health care organizations. Okay, Good I so told far. them how proud I am that many of them have achieved 98%, 99%, which is extraordinary. How proud are you? You're not proud that they've been saving lives for a year and a half, but they got shots. Gold star. And I wanted them to convey on my behalf and the people of New York, thank them for their leadership and having this occur, but also to the people who listen to them. But we'll be uh, convening what I'm going to call an operations center. Oh, an operation center. That sounds out, cool. Uh, the resources we have at hand. I've asked some of the hospitals who have had those yeah. high numbers to give us the names of individuals who are willing to go elsewhere. Oh, okay. I like that. So you can swap them around. We're going to have to build a team and be able to respond to areas where. So think about that. You're, you, you honestly, she honestly believes that the only way to make this work is to have the governor's office take care of this. Wow. No one pushes back. They've not been uh, so responsive in terms of making sure their employees have not answered our call, uh, our requirement that they be vaccinated. So we're going to work it out. You saw the release I put out over the weekend, which was to identify all the tools that we have at our disposal. I will be signing an executive. Not to help. Remember, not to not to help. We'll use all the tools to punish order to give me the emergency powers necessary to address these. She just said, I'm going to be signing an executive order to give me the power. She she didn't say I'm going to have the assembly sign a bill or sign something, whatever. That's going to give me the power. I'm going to sign an executive order to give me the power. That's that's awesome right there. I'm going to sign one too. I'm going to sign a piece of paper that says I'm the king of Spain. Let me write that right now. No, Paul, I'm not saying I'm the king of Spain. I'm writing it down. Hold on. I'm almost there. I'm going to sign a mandate that says I'm the king of Spain. I'm not just saying it. That's for chumps. (laughs) Look at that. Boom. King of Spain. Done. Love that. You Spaniards better get out of the way because I'm coming home. That's all I'm saying. She just said that with a straight face. I'm going to sign an executive order that gives me more power. That's amazing. I love that. I'm going to sign a piece that says I'm emperor of the universe. Done. Love that. Self-proclaimed. Shortages where they occur. That's going to allow me to deploy the National Guard who are medically trained. There we go, because that'll work. Uh, who've been retired, who may have had a license lapse, bring in people. From- 
So wait a minute. So you say you would relax licensing? Who said that about a year and a half ago? Oh, that will be me. But did I mention deploying military forces inside my state? No, I, I didn't mention that one. See, I talked about this earlier today. And a gentleman called in and uh, uh, was his name Norm? I think it was Norm. He called in today and brought up a very valid point, which I hadn't even thought of. If you're taking medical personnel from the National Guard, who are medical personnel, they're currently working in the medical facility. So when you call them up, you're not gaining new people. It's medical people losing their job there and then working someplace else in the state. That's just moving people around. Just leave them there. What value is that? Unless you're taking people who are, you know, like corpsmen, medics, who are all trauma-trained. Well, they're trauma-trained. They're not hospital-trained. So they got to retrain them all. You got to deploy them. They're going to move. That's not tomorrow. That's a month at least, maybe two. So how fast is that going to work? Or you could have left the hospitals alone and them figure it out on their own a year and a half ago, as I mentioned, and by now they'd be ready. But you had to have centralized control, didn't you? Yeah. From elsewhere, that is not my first position, though, my friends. My, my, my desire is to have the people who've been out there continue to work in their jobs, let them, them safely, let them all the other health care. Okay. Let them and let them work safely. Have hospitals been or medical facilities been super spreaders? No. So they already have been working safely, correct? Please show me the data that says they're not working safely. There is none. You're solving a problem that doesn't exist. There's no problem. You know where the biggest super spreaders were? Big box stores. Oh, yeah. Did you attack those guys at all? Did you slow that? I don't remember that. I remember you quiet as a mouse when that was happening. You know what else was bad? Nursing homes. That was bad, too. Yeah. And what were you saying when that was happening? Uh, nothing is what you were saying. Would be nothing. Yeah, you're just grasping at straws. There's no problem here. This is not an issue. Workers who are vaccinated, they also deserve to know that the people they're working with will not get them sick. Now, you know what? I actually don't mind what she's saying here. I know I've been beating her up a bit. But if you're going to say you think people deserve something, that's fine. You, you have a right to have that opinion. And I, I think if, if you're the governor of New York and you want to use the bully pulpit to talk about your opinions, you got elected. Well, she didn't. But she got elected as lieutenant governor. So you got elected as lieutenant governor. You're playing a game. I get it. <coughs> Excuse me. You go and say your opinion all you want. I don't mind. It's your opinion. But when you start saying they have a right and you're going to use the full power of the state, now I'm worried. <laughs> your opinion, all good. And if you want to tell people you should get vaccinated, please tell us that. I'm fine with that. Tell us all you want. Give us your opinion. I'm happy for you to do that. But that's not what you're doing. You're calling it a right. And in the same speech, saying you will use the full force of the government and that you will sign executive orders that give you magical powers. All of that in one speech. Yeah, I'm, I'm kind of worried. That's not just your opinion. We now know that there are cases where people are reinfected. That it yes. Has, there are cases of breakthroughs. If that was. Yeah. There are cases of breakthroughs. So how's that right thing you've been talking about of you can't get infected again? It's what I said before that. Remember that part? You thought there's enough distance between those two, two senses that I wouldn't remember? I remembered. I remember. I do. 
the reality this could be a different conversation, but even people have been... That's the point. If it was, that is the reality. So this should not be your conversation. It's a low percentage, but who wants to take that risk? Nobody. We've... Lots of people clearly do. 80% of the medical personnel want to. Who wants to take that risk? Nobody. No. Who wants to take that risk? 80%, I mean, sorry, 20% of your healthcare personnel. They want to. And guess what? They can. It's their life. It's their health. And, well, Larry, they're killing people. Where's the evidence of that? That's not how it works. Hospitals are not super spreaders. That's not, there's no data that says that to be true. They're all wearing PPE anyway, right? So what are you talking about? Who wants to take that risk? Those people do. 20% of your healthcare, which is about, there's about half a million, give or take, depending upon how you assign healthcare worker. There's about half a million of them in New York State. About 80% of vaccinated, give or take, when you include all the service personnel. That's about 100,000 people, but that's probably changed today. So probably somewhere between 50 and 100,000 people have decided they don't take that, that choice. In the Bronx, she said, 46 to 50% vaccinated. There's over a million people in the Bronx. That's half a million people. I don't know where you got that nobody from. I think you made that up too. You make up a lot of stuff. You just make stuff up. I, get, I think it feels good. You just say it and no one ever questions you. You'd think there'd be a, a press. <laughs> Sorry, I'm making myself laugh. You'd think there'd be someone in the press who would actually challenge you on this, but Cuomo already beat them to death, so there's none left. He's already beat them to death, so none of them are around. Been through too much together. We don't want to take risks. We just want to do what's right. Uh, so with that, I want to introduce Henry Munoz and Munoz and thank him and as a leader and Dr. Chin for what they've done. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna take off of that piece now. Get some more comments, guys. I hope you see what I'm seeing. That's all I can say. I hope you see what I'm seeing. And if you're enjoying it, then like, comment, share. It does matter. I bug you every time. If you like this and you comment and you share, it gets around those algorithms that are always suppressing what I do. You know what? You, you've watched me get shadow banned. You see it's happening. Please like and comment and share so we can get around that. And do me a favor. Take care of my sponsors. Head over and take the political affiliation quiz. There's a link right there. If you like that one, do that, please. If you don't like that, no worries. Take the small, small, small little quiz. I don't care. Either one of them. Head on over. Click that link right there. That's It's right now in the description. Click that link. Go take it and share it. It does matter. It makes my sponsors happy, and they keep me going. Liking, commenting, and sharing is free. Taking the world's smallest food quiz is free. It doesn't cost you a thing, and it helps out the show tremendously. If you want to help out specifically, all good. Sponsor me. Patreon.com slash Sharpway. 10 bucks a month, 25 bucks a month. So I can keep doing this. I keep my team doing this. We do this all the time. Please, let's rock and roll. Whatever you can do to support, all good. Take the quiz. Throw some cash my way. Like, comment, and share. Whatever's going to work, please do that. Let me grab a couple of these if I can. So, yes. All righty. Um, let's see here. Um, Ryan says, yeah, some old, same old governor talk about the boroughs, isn't it? Upstate? Yeah, I got gotcha. you. Yes, absolutely. Faith's mad at me. I'm sorry you're mad at me, Faith. You know I'm right, though. See, when you just like going, yeah, F and Larry, that kind of tells me that you've kind of lost the argument, which is fine. I still love your faith. I hope you're still watching. Please keep watching. I love that. Yes. Uh, my body, my choice. I love that. But you guys see, I don't, you can be mad at me. I'm okay. I'm not worried about it. I don't mind you being mad at me. Some people are mad at me. It's okay. Nick says, Larry, you always have my vote. Thank you, my friend. I appreciate that. Yes. 
I do appreciate that. Yes. Benjamin goes, Joe, <laughs> never go full local. He's got you on that one, Joe. He does. He, he got you on that one. 100%. He does have you on that one. Yes. So um, Nancy says, I'm a nurse, and there are plenty of us who will not consent. And I think that's true. And in New York, it's, it's going to be tens of thousands, I would assume. Um, most doctors have consent. The vast, I think it's like 90 some odd percent of doctors have already. Nurses are behind them in level of uh, vaccination. And then the other workers are behind that. So, yes, absolutely. Alice says, healthcare workers being fired for not wanting to po- a poison vaccine. Wow, you think these highly educated people have a good understanding as to what the vaccine really is. Um, to be forward, I don't know how good or bad the vaccine is. I don't. And I don't pretend to. That isn't my issue, to be forward with you. My issue is you should make your own choice, Alice. Whatever that is, that's my issue. You should make your own choice. And so should they. Now, I could understand if you were telling me, look, people are coming in. And they're dying. There's no tomorrow because the nurses are infecting them. All right. You could say that easily. All right. You know what? I, I'm, I'm a hospital. I'm going to be killing people. Let me do this. That's not the case. There's no dare to even say that. So, yeah, not at all. Polo says frontline workers dove on a COVID grenade. Wow. I like that, Paula. They did. You're right. Wow, Paul, that's very good. I'm, I'm going to say it again. Frontline workers dove on a COVID hand grenade. You're right. COVID came at them and they didn't know what it was. You're right. They weren't sure. And they didn't run away. And they could have. They didn't. They stayed in there. Many of them got COVID. Some of them died. They didn't know what, it, what was hitting. They didn't know how to work, how to handle it. You're right. So for a year and a half, these workers have d- jumped on a COVID hand grenade. And then watched some of their their friends get sick. Some die. Some have long-term damage. And our response to them is, get the jab or you're fired. That's our response. She can then use, most politicians don't know a virus from a hole in the ground. They would cry if they had to do one rotation of clinicals. I would, yes. But no, Hochul, she was on the front line with you, Paula. Yes, she was. Same same thanks these frontline workers got for their service. Yep. Absolutely. Yes. 100%. Um, Let's see. Uh, Maureen says, Larry, never shut up. (laughs) If you have too much of anything, it's common sense. Keep talking. Thank you. I appreciate that. Yes, thank you. Um, Shelly says, just for the record, I got my picture taken while speaking to the League of Women Voters about the Libertarian Party and the intentional increasing difficulties with ballot access. Thank you, Shelly. I do appreciate that. Thank you. I I appreciate you trying your best to, to help us out in that regard. We do struggle all the time. I do appreciate you doing that. Thank you so much. Let me grab this if I can. All right. Uh, let's see if I can do this. Avi says, Larry, when you become governor, you need to break out some of the <laughs> DI stands for uh, drill instructor. For those who don't know, the DI just went for the full metal jacket. Let's say the union address for New York State. We are so passive and allow benevolent di- dick to Lord to run our lives. Yes. We need gunnery sergeants to show up to put the state into shape. By the way, I was only a staff sergeant. I never got to gunnery sergeant. But thank you, Avi. I appreciate that. Yes. Uh, stupid question. Is anyone actually asking for her help? I'm not sure. That's a good question. Yes. <laughs> I love that. Jeff says, well, to be fair to her, she didn't make it up. She just perpetuated the BS narrative that's been spread by the governor for decades now. Jeff, you know what? You're right. I stand corrected. You are right. She did not make that up. That really is that. Absolutely. That really is that completely. Yes. So... Ken says, Larry, can't hospitals simply refuse to fire healthcare workers? 
You know what? That's a good question. Ken? Uh, guys, my team, if you're watching, please, this is some homework we have to do. I actually don't know. What could Hochul and the state really do to the, to the entire industry? They'll comply. Well, what they'll do for sure is not pay them, right? The issue is for most of the money that's coming to the hospitals now comes from the state. So that's how they would punish them by simply not paying them. So they probably couldn't say at, they might be able to actually in practice can say F you. They probably could, as you said, in effect, saying F you. They probably could. But the problem is they wouldn't get paid. They would simply stop the payments. Most of the money that comes in the hospitals comes through, I forgot what it's called. It's called the Medicaid, Medicare compensation, something or other. I, I, I've forgotten that, but there's something that that's how most of the hospitals now are getting paid. Why? Because the, the state has stopped them from doing elective surgeries. Hospitals make most of their cash through elective surgeries. That's where the big dollars come in, right? But since we've stopped them since COVID, that's a bunch of money they're not making anymore. So they're literally going to up going broke if the state doesn't prop them up. So the state is propping them up. And the counties are too, because half of all the Medicaid, Medicare goes to, comes from the actual county itself, which is why so many counties can't fix their own roads, because they're spending what's called unfunded mandates. They're paying for education. They're paying for Medicaid, Medicare. They're paying for pensions. They're paying for all those things that are mandated by the state. So... You might be right. They might be able to say no if they want to, but then they won't get paid. There'll literally be no money to pay anyone. So they're kind of, that's how the state always controls everyone, right? That's why everything has to go through Albany. Not because it's better than going through Albany, right? But because that's how Albany can control you. And think about it, Ken. What if you couldn't pay your rent unless you did what the state said? You probably do what the state says. Got to pay your rent, right? If you can't eat, they make it so that you kind of have to. That's how they do it. So I hope that makes sense. So um, Ryan says, you don't need 10 buckets to kill a, what? 10 bullets to kill a, oh, Dia. Oh, gotcha. Thank you. Yes. Uh, sorry. I, I, Dia. Thank you. Gotcha. All right. Thomas says, that's crap. You just made up. Let us show up. Yes, that's, that's my new thing. That's crap. You just made up. There we go. I like that. Yes. Sam says, I'm surprised none of the language police have stormed the Senate to change the language on the page to gender neutral. Ooh, Sam, you're right. You're right. So the governor can be any gender. That's right. They got to gotta rewrite the Constitution. Make it a they or Z. What's, what's the cool one now? Whatever that is. Yes. William says, don't you realize, Larry, she wrote the power to protect us. So it's fine. Yes, I just wrote the power to deem me a millionaire. William, I've been messing up with my... I wrote King of Spain. That was dumb, wasn't it? I should have wrote owner of Bank of America is what I should have wrote. Yeah, I screwed up. Yeah, see, you were thinking. You were thinking cash. I was thinking power. I guess I was watching Kathy thinking about power. Queen Kathy, so I was thinking power. I wanted to be king. She's the queen. I picked Spain. That wasn't good, huh? You know what? I'm not good at this dictatorial mandate writing stuff. Clearly, I've screwed up. You're better than me. If I ever start writing mandates, I'm going to give you a call, William. You're way better at it than I am. Yes. So thank you for that. Jason says, not sure I've gotten to it uh, or not, but my fave part is you can be my apostles, who who she thinks she's a god. Yeah, she's done pissed a lot of church folks off since they follow different God. Yes, indeed. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> That's true. Very good. All right, see if I can grab a couple more of these. Um, let's see here. Um, a governor's duty should be to the Constitution and preservation of freedom and liberty to ensure prosperity. 
Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yes. 100%. All right. Um, Larry, I went to the Citizen of the World Festival in New York City this past weekend. They said masks required. Governor Crazy Lady of New York State had no mask, and neither did the people at the festival. This woman's a super spreader by her own definition. It's terrible. Jonathan, horribleometer, love it. Yes. Yeah. If you live in New York, Jonathan, you know there's a lot of stuff on that horribleometer. You got you, you you can't just go, that's horrible. There's so much that's horrible, you gotta rate it on the horribleometer, right? Which is worse. You just gotta do it. There's too much horribleness, right? So you kind of gotta go that route. I wish we didn't, but yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So, all right. Um, Chris says, I know you are vaccinated. You are the smart ones. Look, Chris, I'm not against people who don't want to be vaccinated. It's on you. I don't know what your background is, what you think, what you've thought, what you've gone through. How am I supposed to know that? I always say the same thing. And I mean this. I know I joke a lot and I sometimes get aggressive at these politicians. But those of you who know me know exactly how I think. And you've been following me for years. You know how I think. You should always be harsh on systems, but you should always be lenient and compassionate with people. People are more important than systems. Change the system to make people better, faster, smarter. If you think, think about this for a second, Chris. Think of all the people who didn't get vaccinated. Are you telling me all of them are dumb? Are some of them dumb? Probably. And some are probably who got vaccinated. Some of them are probably dumb too. There are dumb people in the world. So probably some of them are, but all of them? Some of them are probably really smart, know lots of stuff, very savvy. They've decided for whatever reason not to do it. And some of them for emotion. And I got to tell you, I got vaccinated. I'm not against it. I don't, I'm, I'm not a big deal. I actually did whatever my wife said. And I know it sounds dumb, but in that regard, I'm a very typical husband in that regard. My wife does almost all my medical decisions. She said, do it. I said, okay. She scheduled us. I said, okay. That's what I did. But I didn't want to. It's true. I didn't want to. Why didn't I want to? Because they were forcing it. That's true. I didn't want to because they were forcing it. So does that make any sense? No, it doesn't make logical sense. But emotionally, I rebelled. I didn't want to get it because they were forcing it. I did anyway because I love my wife and she said it. So I said, okay. And it it doesn't matter that much. I'm I'm not that passionate about it either way to be forward. I am passionate about consent. Man, am I passionate about consent super passionate about consent. And I can't believe that all the people who aren't getting are dumb. I can't. There's got to be something else there. So thank you, Chris, I'm, I'm for, the, for the compliment. And I'm glad you got vaccinated. Good for you, man. But it doesn't mean everyone who didn't is bad. It just means they're different. That's it. Donald says, oh, but COVID's a foreign enemy. We have a duty to defend against it. Oh, Oh, not too bad. I like that. I'm sure you could hear someone elevating disease to a person who justify that interpretation. I could see it. I could absolutely see that. Yes. Yes. So, all right, let me see if I can do this one here, if I can. Um, Leslie says, exactly. Medical facilities need to say F you to the state and make their own decisions. It's the cash piece, Leslie. They're not going to get paid, right? It's, it's so often you hear me talk about this. It's often about the cash. It's about the money. Very often, it's about the money. Yes, absolutely. Chris says, is it true that if you've been fired for your food vaccine, you won't be able to do unemployment? I've been hearing that all day. Yes, it's true. Yes, absolutely. 100%. Yes. 
All right. Um, let's see here. Um, David says, Larry, as the family part, it's New York. If it was Cuomo, he'd probably say Mia Familia. Uh, he acts that way, that's for sure. Absolutely. He, he de- definitely does act that way. Yes. Um, yes, yeah, Shannon said, too, she heard that on the news this morning, but I hope for their sake it won't be true, but I think it will be true. I think they're going to screw them over. I think that's part of the pain. What they're doing is they put you on seven days unpaid leave. That's your time out. So you sit there and think, of, think about how, you know, what you did. Think about what you did. And if you come back, then it's okay. Yes. Then it's okay. So, yeah. Keith says, God, Hochul's worse than Cuomo. At least Andy didn't propose he spoke for God. Yeah, but Andy blamed God. Remember that? Andy was above God. He was like, no, no, no. God did this. Let's blame God. Remember that? I'm just saying. Yes. Just saying. Yes. Absolutely. All right, let's see here. Um, she is literally manufacturing a crisis by firing healthcare workers who refuse the vaccine. Nate, well done. You're right, she is. Let me move a little bit further down this road. I'm not going to have this other guy speak. He's just going to tell how much he loves her. Um, that's all he's going to do. So these guys are going to sit here and they're going to say how much um, they love her. And that's all they're doing for like the next five minutes. They just go, you've been a friend and you've been so amazing and you're so awesome. They do that for about five minutes and then she comes back on eventually so let me see if i can grab when she comes back on here hold on because um here we go here there we go let me get her back on now all right now it's time for questions go to ruben diaz jr i'll take all the rest it was like five minutes of them saying how awesome she is and what a friend she is to the bronx Forest County in the state. She's talking about the National Guard. The question is asking about the National Guard and bringing them back up again. Yeah, yeah, the executive order, it would be needed for us to make any adjustments to the current licensing requirements for us to bring someone who's retired. We've sent out the alarm. We have. Yeah, see. If you remember a year and a half ago, I talked about the idea of, of suspending these silly New York State license rules. For those of you who don't know, New York State is so backward and so dumb with such money grabs that if you actually have a license to be a medical practitioner in another state, you can't work in New York State. You've got to be licensed in New York State, like the people of Connecticut or barbarians, right, or whatever. How stupid is that? So every time we have a crisis, the governor has to... You rescind these laws. I have an idea. Just rescind them. Because what winds up happening is we actually wind up getting more foreign workers than American workers. Not that I'm against foreign workers. I'm fine with foreign workers. I don't care. But why would you make a system that encourages foreign workers when you could be helping out American workers? Right? But our system in New York State literally helps foreign workers because they come here on school visas and things like that, get educated here and then get licensed in New York State because they learn in New York State. So someone who gets who gets, you know, learns in Connecticut or New Jersey, they struggle to work in New York State. How dumb is that? That's our system. And you wonder why, depending upon where you are in New York State, somewhere between 30 and 60 percent of all healthcare workers, depending upon where you are and what's going on, are foreign born. Think about that. Huge, huge amount. I have a pool of individuals who want to help, but I can't uh, do anything with respect to their licensing until the executive order is signed. Or you, yeah, you could change the licensing rules. 
you could. You could. Again, I'm hopeful I don't have to do this. You should. I don't have to do this if people will get vaccinated. There's plenty of hours left in the day. But I also... <clears throat> so to be clear, what she wants to do is take people who are retired and bring them in the hospitals filled with COVID. So she just said, we're getting these retired people. So the old people who are most susceptible to die of COVID, let's bring them in. Because what could go wrong? What could go wrong by putting older people, I don't know, like those in nursing homes, into COVID places? We've learned nothing, have we? We've learned nothing. That, that can't go wrong. No, I need to be prepared. And that's why we've just announced our action over the weekend. Because that makes that sense. Not Common relenting. Sense. We're not back. Not relenting. We're going to take these overtired people who served their country in the National Guard. And most people in the National Guard have also served some time active. Not all, but most have. So they've done some active duty, some National Guard. They were medical, so probably saving people. Might even fought in Iraq and Afghanistan as medics and corpsmen. Awesome. Let's put them into COVID-infested hospitals. What could go wrong? Off. This is important. And I'll tell you the calls I've had to the leaders yeah. of hospitals today have thanked me for being firm in this. No, they thanked you because you won't pay them. They fear you. That's fear. That's what that is. And I would have much rather just been voluntary, but if I have to. You could have done that. You're acting like you have no choice. Oh, if you children would just do what mommy says, then I wouldn't have to punish you. You know what? This spanking hurts me than it hurts you. More than it hurts you. You could just make it voluntary. Uh, take steps to protect the people in terms of making sure I have replacements if necessary. I need to take those steps now, and that executive order will do just that. So I'll be signing there we go. that today. going to so sign that and make me powerful. concern that some of the folks who won't get vaccinated and yeah. won't show up might be food service, custodial, other yes. jobs like that, and that nurses will have to pick up the slack and essentially work. That's true, right? If the support staff don't show up, then the non-support staff have to do support staff work. Longer hours until whatever staffing initiative can be put into place. Which How is at least a month. are you about that, given the burden that folks like nurses have already no, carried? No, it's a concern, and I'll tell you, my heart breaks for the nurses and the other individuals. Her heart breaks. Her heart breaks. It, look, I know I'm firing you. I know I'm ending your career. But understand, yeah, my heart's broken. So when you head back home, with no job and a broken career, just, just know my heart's broken. You'll be fine. Who've Heart done broken. the right thing, who now know because people, not everyone was being persuaded to do the right thing, that they have to work harder and they're going to have more sacrifice. It's and that makes a lot of sense, doesn't it? This, this, this is common sense. So yet again, this is the best part. Remember how they told us if you get the vaccine, right, now you don't have to wear the mask. Well, I got the vaccine. I still got a mask in New York City. That didn't help, right? I still I still am, am non-essential. I still can't go eat in a restaurant. I said the same problems I always had. So now her thing, she says, get the vaccine. Oh, you get the vaccine? Great. Now, because you got the vaccine, the people who didn't get the vaccine, I'm going to fire them. So they're going to go home. You're going to work even harder. You've been busting your rump for a year and a half. Now work harder. Don't worry. My heart, totally broken. You'll be fine. Heartbreaks for you. It's fundamentally unfair. Yes. And we're going to have to bring in people to help it all. But it's your fault. It's not randomly unfair. 
you're doing it, which makes it unfair. Making you the unfair one. See? The thing that all these governors never do is take responsibility for the environments they create. Cuomo never did. These, New York's a disaster. we got to fix this place. You've been governor for 10 years. It's your disaster. The, what you're creating now is the problem. If it's unfair, it's because you are unfair. You can change this. You're not stuck. You're the one in charge. You're, you're writing executive orders to give yourself magical powers. Well, be magical then. Levels, no doubt about it. Um, again, it doesn't have to be this way. It's yes, you could stop it. Does not. And it's not a role I relish. Uh, yes, my it is. Look, you smile. My is to ask people. My default position is for you to bend to my will without me having to make you bend the knee. You will bend the knee, either voluntarily or with my iron gauntlet, but you will bend the knee. So, yeah, she'd rather be nice about forcing you to bend the knee, but you will bend the knee. Please do this. This is why it's been proven to be safe. The vaccine's proven. been out there a long time now. There are not legitimate religious exemptions because the leaders of all the organized religions have said there's no legitimate. And that's all that matters. She just said that there's no legitimate religious reason because the leaders of the organized religions have deemed it so. Right. So her cardinals, she is obviously the queen. She, you know, she, she gets together her cardinals of the established acceptable religions, whatever those are. And those ministers of her have deemed, no, no, your grace, there is no reason for anyone of our religions to say no to you, your grace. And she went, good, good, good. Oh, uh -huh, yes. Yeah, so there's now no reason. Your thought process? <laughs> the hell do you know about your own religion? You know nothing. The leaders of the established religions. So they know. So therefore, you heard her words. Listen to her words. There's not, it's invalid. Because my religious ministers have deemed it so. Reason, and we're going to win that in court in a matter of days. They're going to win in court. The, the judges are going to go, wait a minute. Your grace, have your ministers discussed the theological ramifications of this? They have indeed. And what have they said? They have said there is no problem. The peasants must comply. Ah, therefore the peasants must comply. Yes, we agree. That's going to happen. Peasants so, comply. This is so unnecessary. I agree, so stop. You're right. So stop. Talk about how to fix the Bronx. How about that? How are you gonna fix the Bronx? And I just want to appeal to the individuals to know that you know your co-workers want you to do this. Don't make the burden heavier on them as well. You uh, but bad I'm gonna focus not on the ones who won't, but the ones who will. And again, okay. all of us owe them a debt of gratitude for we just do? doing the right thing and being willing to still suit up every day, go into the line. Didn't the people who aren't vaccinated, didn't they also suit up every day? Didn't they also go into the front line? Even the ones who didn't get vaccinated, didn't they do that too? And haven't they been exposed for a year and a half already? And if they were super spreaders, wouldn't we already know that? Wouldn't the data show us that already? It kind of would. So aren't you kind of full of crap completely and just punishing people for no reason? Aren't you making this unnecessarily harsh? Aren't you kind of doing this just to kind of, kind of prove a point and then force people to bend to your will? Isn't that what's actually happening? Aren't you trying to find a way to show how strong you are? Isn't that what's actually happening? I'm going to go with yes.
line of fire. They've been doing this so long, and my God, where would we be without them? Yes, sir. You're going to fire them. We're going to find out in a couple of days. The hard way. Tomorrow, looking what? I mean, what assurances can you give to people that healthcare facilities will run at least fairly smoothly, especially since it will take some time, as you're saying, down the road to put replacement medical personnel in place and yes. really that that's what he's saying. He's saying, you know, what's tomorrow going to look like, and then how long will it take? before we're able to put the appropriate medical person into place. And it's the problem. There are, hospitals are already doing this. They're shutting down outpatient facilities. Already happening. Because they know they know who's not vaccinated. And they know what's going to happen. They're shutting down outpatient. So what if you can't afford to go to inpatient? What if you can't afford that? Well, you're not getting health care now. Who can't afford to go to inpatient? The poor. The wealthy can go wherever they want. They're wealthy. If you're wealthy, you take a couple of weeks off, you go to your inpatient, or you even leave the state, whatever. You're wealthy. You'll be fine. How about if you're not wealthy? Then what happens? You can't afford to take time off. You can't lose your job if you even have a job, right? I guess if you're fired, it's fine. I guess the people fired can go if they want to. Otherwise, you can't do it. So that hurts the poor. Not just that. They're stopping any other type of elective surgeries, which also means they'll stop screenings, cancer screenings, heart screenings. That's already been happening. So we've already had a year and a half of people pushing off heart screening, screening, cancer screenings, colon cancer screening. All those things have been being pushed off for years. Well, maybe not years, months for sure, if not years. More. That's already going to happen. And when are you going to bring that back up? Who knows? Listen, you talk about this. Does it say vax? Sure does. Yes. It's a vax. Look how proud she is. I want to see everybody wearing these. <laughs> I want to see everybody wearing a vaxxed. Oh, my God. I... Wow. Wow. I'm going to see everybody with the Vax thing. If you guys remember, I told you this story about two or three, maybe a month ago, two or three weeks ago, a month ago, there was a New York City councilman who said, we should all wear masks all the time for solidarity. That's what he said, for solidarity. Not because they work or don't work. That's not what he said, for solidarity. For virtue signaling. So now we're, says vaxxed, so everyone knows. See, I have a vaxxed thing, right? I'm over my vaxxed. See that, Paul? I'm better than you. You thought I wasn't better than you, but that thing I'm showing there shows I am better than you. You too, Ryan. Mine says vaxxed. Better than you. See that? I'm part of the cool kids. You're not. Got the vaxxed jewelry. Um, Guess I'm selling that stuff online, huh? I love that. My assurance is, is that we're taking all the steps preemptively in mm-hmm. anticipation of what I call a preventable. If you, if it was preemptive, it wouldn't be, you wouldn't be screwed tomorrow. Staffing shortage. It is preventable. You could get rid of your mandate. <laughs> Prevented. You're right yet again. See, a couple times we agree. You could stop this garbage and start fixing the Bronx, which is again, for at least the last 10 years, the poorest county in all of New York state. You could do that. And then this. Still preventable. Yes, it is. Not hours in a day. You can stop Come on it. down. Right now. Go to this place. There's plenty of places. That Do as I say. A preventable. Bend the uh, knee. Something that we just went through an exercise for, but didn't need to. But I also am realistic to know that there are people who will not come back to their jobs. That is why we gave the warning out. You know, people have known for quite some time. Yes, we have. This was the requirement. And we hope you gain your senses and, and stop. I've made it loud and clear over my 
four weeks in office that I was that not you were going to punish everybody position because nope. I'm charged with protecting. the. OK, I let everyone know I'm not going to change my position. Isn't that silly? Isn't that silly? If you got information, I change my mind all the time. You guys have seen me do it on this show. If you give me information that makes sense, I go, you know what? That makes sense. You're right. Not her. I am telling you what's up. Clear over my four weeks in office that I was not going to change my position Done. because I'm charged with protecting the health of all New Yorkers. So who charged you with protecting the health of all New Yorkers? This is crap she just made up. Nowhere in her job description, in the Constitution, in precedent, in nowhere is the governor of New York charged with protecting the health of all New Yorkers. That's, does, that's not a thing. She just made this up. And why did everybody go, yeah, that, yeah, see the guys in the background, yeah, I'm so, yeah, so right, you charged with that. Who? I didn't charge you with that. Did somebody charge you? Shell, did you charge her? Michael, did you charge her? I didn't charge you with that. I don't know who did. Wasn't me. Maybe she wrote it down. Maybe she wrote that down. That's what it is. See? William, she messed up. She wrote down the wrong. She should have wrote down she was a billionaire. She's like me. She's messing up. She wrote down, I'm charged with the health of all New York. See? She did the wrong mandate. This mandate thing's tougher than you think. You got to be good at this. I'm bad at it. So is she. William, you got the plan. We got to talk to you next time. That's the issue. That's been a given. And so that's not what's a given. going to happen tomorrow is that these hospitals and nursing homes who've had warning that this is going to happen yeah. will be working with us uh, later today and tonight. Because you know what hospitals can't do well? Staff. No idea. They don't know how to staff. They need you and your office to staff hospitals. They don't know how to do that. They're clueless. Like, oh, my God, we have four extra people. What do we do? Call the governor. Should we hire someone? I don't know how. She's literally doing this. They need us, you know, to, why? So hospital managers and directors don't know how to hire for their own hospitals. They're clueless. They need you. That's what she just said. To figure out where where people are needed and how we can deploy them. They can't uh, figure it out without areas. them. But in the meantime, I know some of the hospitals, not unlike what they had to do last year, and they've already had to yeah. uh, create more capacity. They've, some, have, some have postponed yes. elective surgeries. They're Already doing, doing it. They can as well to make sure that the people who are in their care are continuing to receive good care. It is not going to be a perfect situation. That's true. But you again, could not make it worse. Incredible. Yes, you could stop. Governor, I'm sure you've game planned this. How yeah. How many people do you expect you're going to need to replace? How many people do you think you're going to have to replace? He said, yes. What percentage can you reasonably expect yep. to get shot? And thirdly, you're not the only job at an employer trying to find these people. Yep. What makes you think you can find enough of that? Yep. And now she, he says, what makes the, how many are you going to have to replace? And you're not the only governor looking for people. So how are you going to know if you can find the right people? How do you do that? Good questions. Well, <clears throat> that's a multifaceted question. I'll try to remember all the parts. No, you won't, because you can't answer that. Uh, how we think we're going to find enough of them. I also know that the state may have to supplement, pay for people, bring people from out of state and elsewhere to entice them. I have no doubt in my mind. that Going to have to supplement pay. Supplement pay. So I want to be clear about this. The state is not going to give the New Yorkers who were here 
on the front line for a year and a half because they won't get the jab. They don't get unemployment. But if you're out of state, you get to come in and get that cash. Did I miss that? That is what she said, right? So we'll pay extra for the new people to come in. What about the people who've been here for a year and a half? Do they get extra pay? They don't do that. They don't get extra pay, do they? No, they don't. They, but they've been here for a year and a half. How about people who now you just threw off and fired them, who can't get unemployment? Do they get some extra pay? No, they don't do that. No. Totally fair. Totally fair. I'm with you. This way it sounds unfair to me. This her plan? That's going to have to be the case. This is not a good plan. Uh, So it's more expensive, not effective, creates a health care problem, and you're like, let's do this. It's common sense. Think that there's capacity for everybody who's not vaccinated to be vaccinated? Yes, I do. I just talked to the head of one health care organization. Let me ask a question, guys. Serious question. What if she just did nothing? Did nothing. What if she just said, COVID's rocking and rolling, it's doing what it's got to do. I'm going to go see how I can bring this state back to life. How about that? Hospitals, on you. Do what you got to do. Let's go rebuild our, our state. What if she did that? What would happen? You know what we would notice in the, in the COVID and hospital world? Nothing. Because the hospitals aren't a problem. Now they're going to be a problem. They weren't going to be a problem. Now they're going to be a problem. You could just start fixing the state. He has 48,000 people, two to 300, he anticipates will not show up for their jobs. He didn't view that as a challenge. I mean, they've already prepared for this. They're going to be able to handle this. Yeah, that's absolutely not true. And look, the the piece I want to bring up here, this is a little piece I want to bring up. Um, You think I'm making the piece about, about doing nothing. I'm not. This is a, a, a small segment from um, The Hill. I just want you to see what they're talking about here. Just a little piece, and you'll see what I mean. Last Friday, the Norwegian government abruptly announced that beginning the very next day, all COVID restrictions would end. No None. vaccine mandates, no vaccine None. passports, None. no masks, full yep. capacity at every venue, yep. large. Con- and this is supposedly a socialist country, right? Concerts, parties, sporting events, you name it, normal life would resume. Prime Minister Ernest Solberg warned, quote, even though everyday life is now back to normal for most people, the pandemic is not over. People will still get sick, and therefore it is important that everyone gets vaccinated. Now, that's a good statement, isn't it? He's not forcing you. He's saying, hey, get back to life. Let's get this thing going. But people get sick. Use your own judgment, your own brain. And people are going to say, so get vaccinated. You should. That's what he says. That's his opinion. He's the prime minister. They elected him. He gets to have the bully pulpit and he can say whatever his opinion is. Good for him. He says it. Life is good. The country currently has 67% of its population fully vaccinated. However, despite the high rates, this month the country also saw its largest spike in COVID cases. So largest spike in COVID cases and they still shut it all down. Huh? Largest spike in COVID cases. They still said, nope, no more. 
which yeah. it is now finally coming down from. The reason for lifting all of the restrictions isn't Why? what you would expect. The Norwegian government didn't cite high vaccination rates or yep. even having the virus under control as justification nope. for returning to life as normal. Nope. Instead, the prime minister said the lifting of restrictions is due to fatigue in the public wow. of constantly changing restrictions and the lack of normalcy in their daily lives. Which is crushing people. The Norwegians figured that out. The Swedes figured this out. The, the Singaporeans figured this out. Yeah, you could just do nothing. You could do that. You could just do nothing. But we are worried about vaccinating our school kids. You know who never ma ma masked their school kids? All of Europe. Never did. Do you know why? It's not a kid's disease. It just isn't. We're not only masking them, we're vaccinating them. What's wrong with us? When did we become such chumps, such scaredy cats, such wimps compared to the friggin' Norwegians? That's who we are. That's who we are. You could just do nothing. Anyway, let's keep moving on. Paul says, at least with the labor shortage, someone who wants to work should have no trouble finding a job out of New York. That's true, right? That that's that's true. Michael says, this S is frightening. I know. I know. You're right. Alice, mandates are not laws. Alice, you are exactly correct. The sad part is the vast majority of New Yorkers don't understand that. You're right. They don't understand it at all. Sam says, I'm going to sign an executive order to give me the power to force every person to brush your teeth and floss daily. Now, that's a good one. You guys got some good ones. I really made it. My King of Spain one was dumb. I'm, I'm Sam. That's a way better one, right? If you don't, you'll be you'll be fired from your job for the public good. It is for the public good. I mean, to, you know, it, you know, it really is good, right? And I happen to brush my teeth and I floss daily. I am one of those guys. I know I'm one of those geeks. So I, I would follow. I would bend the knee, Sam, voluntarily. So I'm, I'm okay. That executive order is awesome. I like that. It's very good. Oh, my God. Yes. All right. Um, let's see here. Um, let's see if I can grab this. Um, uh, that guard has been deployed for the immigrant gun grab. Oh, my God. Please, no. Yes. Supreme Chancellor Hochul. Yes, that's good. Um, let's see. Notice that she has Zucker silence just like Cuomo. Ooh, interesting. Tim says she's solving nothing. Tim, that's my issue. Right. Where is the problem? Was there massive deaths coming out of, you know, um, people getting COVID in hospitals? I don't remember that. Maybe there was and they covered up or something. Who knows? But I don't remember that at all. I don't remember that. Yes. Obviously, Democrats set fires, send the rescues while throw gas in the fire. And it's just to bring it out. You know, Republicans do it, too. But yes. But yes. Logic says, by use of citizen emergency powers, I'm signing a contract and agreement with myself to allow me to use my full powers to withhold all of my taxes from both the state and federal government. You guys, man, I am feeling dumber and dumber. You guys have all the best executive power things. I'm not good at being a tyrant. See, I got to get better. I'm not good at it. Yes, absolutely. So, yes. Cuomo's got to go. Very good. Yes. Chris says, how is she not just another blow-bending empty shirt occupying the podium? I'm not sure she isn't. Really, I'm, I'm not sure she isn't. Yeah, absolutely. So, all right, yes. Um, there is really no breakthrough cases of people who have recovered from COVID. There's no breakthrough. Oh, is that right? 
So if you recover from COVID, you don't get it again. I thought I heard you can get reinfected. Is the case? Mm, so this is what, I don't remember this part, Tom. If I remember right, and I'm and I'm kind of foggy on this one. If I remember right, you could get it again, but you wouldn't show symptoms or something like that. I thought that was true. Yeah, I don't remember. I don't remember. Yes. <laughs> William says breakthrough in Wales. Eighty percent of the people in the hospital with COVID are vaxxed. Oh, is that right? There we go. There we go. Make stuff up and say it like the last president. <laughs> Let's all just say it. Oh, good. Yes, absolutely. Uh, I'm seeing an authoritarian spiral. Yeah, she jumped right on board, though, Tim. She wasn't like waiting. She was like, I'm doing it now. I am all there. 100%. Yes. It's weird hearing a New York governor with a New York City accent. Too bad her attitude doesn't match her Western New York's accent. Ooh, you're right. She's very city-like, if that makes any sense, in her attitude and her policies. That's true. She's not very Western New York-like in that. I think you're right. It's true. Yes. Michael, the vaccine was sold as 100% foolproof in two shots, and you're good. We now learn that they are not, and you will need to be vaccinated every four to six months for the rest of your life. Yeah, I remember someone mentioned this. I forgot who it was. Maybe it was Andrea. Ooh, maybe. She mentioned that. She, she said something that if you have to have a booster every six months, it's not a vaccine. It's a treatment. It's a different issue, isn't it? So maybe. Yes. So, yeah, I, I, that's what I'm thinking. Maybe. Yes. Okay. Let's see here. Um, I'm not mad along with you. Not at you, Larry. Thank you, Paul. I appreciate that. Yes, absolutely. Yes. Um, many in the healthcare industry might have had it and it's called natural immunity. William, this is a piece that I bring up, right? Maybe what they're saying is I've been here for a year and a half being exposed literally every day for 18, 19 months. I either already got it or I'm immune from it, or I'm the luckiest dude on the planet, and I should be playing lotto. One of those three things are true. Or my PPE is so good, or I, I wear it right, whatever. So if you haven't caught it in 18 months, what are we scared of at that point? Really, what are we scared of? So, yeah, I don't, I don't know. Josh, is it constantly amazing me that politicians, sports leagues, et cetera, constantly push 100% vax rate, ignore natural immunity to, of the recovered, which must be amazing to people. Agreed. It probably is. Imagine how many people actually had it, didn't know it, and then recovered. I'm sure it's millions, right? I don't know how many, but yes. Matt says, mandating healthcare workers will only add to the increased shortage of healthcare workers. That's only going to grow. Yep. Sadly, little is being done to address this issue. Yes, it is, they're actually creating the problem. You're right. Guys, I always say, please, like, comment, share. It does matter. I ask you all the time. Let people know this is happening. It's the way I grow. It's the way we grow. People hear our message. Please do that. Support the show. If you can sponsor it, that's awesome. Throw me 10 bucks on Patreon every month. That's awesome. If you can't, that's okay. Take the world's smallest political quiz. The link is right there. Click that link and share it. Let people know you're taking it. It does matter. The advocates for self-government are my sponsor. They keep this show going. So let's keep this show going. Support them by taking and sharing all the quizzes. There's many quizzes there. Tons of them. Take one. They're fun. They're interesting. And the most important piece about this is it gets people talking about the issues. And I want people talking about the issues. You do too, right? So please take a couple of the quizzes, share them out there, spend a couple of minutes on the site. It helps my sponsors. It helps me out. Please do that. I would appreciate it. 
If you got some cash, send it my way. 10 bucks a month, patreon.com. Life is good. So I want to thank you guys for that. Let me keep going if I could. All right. Um, Israeli studies said that vaccinated 13 times greater to get in reinfected than recovered. Oh, so if you were vaccinated but didn't have it, you have a better chance of getting reinfected. Huh. That feels, I mean, I don't know, but that feels right to me, right? That feels like that, that like natural immunity would be stronger. I've heard people tell me this too. So I think that may be true. So yeah. <laughs> Robert says, I'm more concerned about the thousands of cargo ships than I have to dock and unload. Ooh, that's the labor shortage. And then the other shortages, right? L- lumber and supplies and such. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Got you. All right. Uh, Jeff says, I have to admit, I'm kind of looking forward to the, if you were a loved one commercials in about a decade. Oh, wow. Yeah. Some side effects, some issues, some something and lawsuits and that kind of stuff. Yeah. Joel says, this is why antibody tests should be the deciding factor. Joel, I'm with you 100%. That to me makes sense. You got the antibodies, you're good. What are you worried about? I got antibodies. Yes, I agree. Right? I, I agree that. Dow says, your symptoms are lessened. I've had COVID twice. What's last year and now last month? Oh, there we go. So that's someone already's had it. So yeah. So I guess you get more, I guess your body becomes more used to it so you can handle it. So yeah, absolutely. Another person, Maureen, my 60-year-old unvaccinated healthy friend in Florida has gotten and recovered from COVID twice. You don't have to be hospitalized. Well, this is the funny part. You know, they, they bring this up, which is, is, it seems horrible, right? Let me bring up, bring up what, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm going a little further down this road here. She brings up a piece here about what the actual, what it actually is. Hold on. <laughs> Let me see if I can grab this real fast. Hold on. Um, yeah. There we go. Let me read this. Here we go. One thing seems certain with increasing mandates and the constant dehumanizing of the unvaccinated. Yes. You're tearing away at the fabric of our free nation while furthering the divide between us. This is mainstream media figuring out what I said a year and a half ago. We're dehumanizing people and tearing people apart for what? And in the end, the virus will still be here. Yes. So I'm curious. uh, So let me go back to what she said a little bit earlier. BMI over 35, amongst other risk factors. Yep. Perhaps we should have a public health campaign to educate people about their individual risk while ramping up hospital capacity in the same way Singapore is doing. Yes. Massive spread still happens. This shows us that unfortunately there doesn't seem to be a magical herd immunity threshold we can hit that will stop the spread. Perhaps the metric we should... Look at that. Focus on is hospitalizations and deaths. We know the groups who are most at risk of severe outcomes. That yes. hasn't really changed despite the new variants. The elderly, people with hypertension or diabetes, and people with a BMI over 35, amongst other risk factors. I can't tell you. This is what I've been saying literally for a year and a half. And now mainstream is like, you know what we should do? Protect the vulnerable. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. It's crazy. Now that's happening. This is insane. This is insane. Finally, we're figuring it out. Oh, my God. Shannon says, thank you, Larry. I've been saying stop with all this madness. And just let it run its course for months now. Yeah. I feel we get over it faster instead of prolonged BS. 100% yes. You're right. You're right. 
That's how you survive. That's how a nation survives. That's how a group survives. Yes. That's the way you survive. 100%. Brian says, not vaccinating my kids, not while I'm alive. Why would you? I don't mean to be mean. I mean, look, unless your kid has a specific issue, right? I mean, you know your kid better than I do, right? So if your kid has a specific issue where you're worried about them because of something going on, okay. But you're the parent. You know your kid way better than I do. And if your kid has an issue where you think, you know what? My kid's got a pre-existing condition. I should vaccinate them. Makes sense. Consent. You're the parent. But unless you, your kid has that kind of issue, why would you? No idea. Why, why would you? Adam says, as a high-pressure buller operation for a New York State correctional facility. Oh, my God. I will walk up the job if and when El Diablo becomes mandatory. Good luck, Hochul, in finding someone to work in a prison with high-pressure mom. Yes, Adam, this is a big deal. Prisons are a, yes, you're totally correct. They're not even paying attention to that yet, 100%. Dan says, that's the basic obstacle we have now in this country is everyone is culturally indoctrinated to expect our governors and presidents to do something. I'm with you, Dan. Yes, to do something. Yes, you can do something, but not that. I had a plan. No one paid attention to it. It was a long plan, had lots of parts to it, lots of some things. And most of those some things were what's happening now, finding ways for us to live with it, finding ways for us to survive in it, finding ways of us to actually be better and stronger with it. That's what I was trying to do. But, you know, that wasn't working. No one wanted to hear me when it came to that one. So, yes, that's it. Yes. Alice says we need to save ourselves. Always, Alice. Always. Yes. Always. Yes. Thank you for that. What a great way to wrap the show up. Thank you, Alice. We need to save ourselves. Guys, I want to say thank you so much for this evening. I hope it was interesting for you. I hope you enjoyed Tuesdays with Kathy. And I threw a little bit of rising on top of it, just a little cherry on top to make it pretty cool. Support the show if you can. I appreciate it tremendously. Please like, comment, and share. It does matter. Thank you so much for giving me a chunk of your evening. I will see you all tomorrow.